And one walks into a store, and the week previous, she had been in that store with her husband, and they had purchased a set of eyeglasses. Hello, ma'am. Well, what can I do for you? Well, last week I came here with my husband, and we purchased a set of eyeglasses. Well, what seems to be the problem? He's not seeing things my way. <laughs> Today's passage is all about seeing God's way. The Pharisees, socially respectable, despite their biblical knowledge and their religious authority in this situation, do not see God's way. They're totally blind to who Jesus really is. Whereas the blind man, socially outcast, despite his lack of biblical knowledge and lack of religious authority, in this situation sees God's way. Increasingly, the formerly blind later sees Jesus for who he really is. John chapter 9 contains one of the most well-recognized verses of Holy Scripture. Did you catch it? John 9, verse 25, I once was blind, but now I see. This verse was made famous by a slave ship captain turned Anglican priest. John Newton, the author of the hymn Amazing Grace, would have said that in his physical blindness, and in his old age he became blind, that he saw even more in his physical blindness with his eyes of faith than he had ever seen when his eyes were functioning properly, when he was a slave ship captain, harp, taking human beings merely as cargo. And by the way, according to many accounts, there are some 40 million slaves in the world today. Today. And as Christians, especially if we're striving to be disciples of Jesus, we should be praying against that, we should be offering, we should be helping those groups and individuals and agencies who are seeking to free folks who are trapped in slavery. There's all sorts of different kinds of slavery in the world today. And this slavery is not just far away, as slavery is happening here in Canada. And so as Christians, we should be joining other believers who are working against this, as well as other people of goodwill. All in the liberating name of Jesus Christ. Fidel Castro, the late Fidel Castro, once said these words. Quote, I have never seen a contradiction between the eyes that sustain me and the ideas of that symbol of that extraordinary figure, Jesus Christ. End of quote. Was Castro seeing things God's way, or was he suffering from spiritual blindness? Interesting, no view. Most Christian leaders would criticize Castro's uh, civil rights violations. Well, it's pretty easy for us as people to point out other people's spiritual blindness. For example, it's easy for us to sit here and listen to passages of Scripture, like the one we heard from John chapter 9, and we see the Pharisees who are totally spiritually blind to who Jesus is. It's easy for us to sit here 
and calmly and comfortably and confidently say, well, Pharisees didn't see who Jesus was, but we see Jesus for who he really is. Or do we? How would you know if your spiritual vision is off? An optometrist said to a lady, a man, how did you know that well, what gave me the indication is your eyesight was deteriorating. Well, when my husband started to look attractive. <laughs> when the eyes of your heart find attractive, reveal a truckload about the state of your soul. When the eyes of your heart find attractive, reveal truckloads about the state of your spiritual vision. And the state of your spiritual vision is no joke. As Jesus declares in Matthew chapter 6, in verses 22 through 23. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? Eugene Peterson, in his provocative paraphrase of the Bible, I recommend it to you if you've never read it, it's entitled The Message. But Peterson renders this verse by Jesus in the following manner. Your eyes are windows into your body. If you open your eyes wide in wonder and belief, your body fills up with light. If you live squinty-eyed and greed and distrust, your body is a dank cellar. If you pull the blinds on your windows, what a dark life you will have. So how's your spiritual vision? Is it 2020? Or do you need a prescription? The claim of Christianity, the claim of Christianity is that every single human being who has ever lived needs a prescription to correct their spiritual vision. That prescription is faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That prescription is the gift of the Father's love. That prescription is the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Faith in Christ pushes you to see others as Jesus sees them. The gift of the Father's love pushes you to love others as God first loved us. The transforming power of the Holy Spirit pushes to correct your spiritual vision day by day. How many of you remember the WWJD craze? You remember that kind of in the early 2000s? What would Jesus do? It was this huge phenomenon on bracelets and posters and coffee mugs. And that's not a bad question for a Christian to ask themselves. What would Jesus do? But an equally important question is, what would Jesus see? Sure false. True. 
If you think about that, that is actually extremely frightening. Totally unaware. Here's another statement. You and I are often unaware of the very thing that is standing right before our eyes. True or false? It's often true. Often true. So in light of those Joe Friday facts, you and I should regularly be praying things like, Lord, help me to see the situation from your point of view. Jesus, I don't see anything good about this person or about this situation. So correct my spiritual vision. Or God, I'm spiritually blind right now. Everything is gray. I don't know where to go. I don't see anything clearly. Fix my vision. Sustain me. Bring other people whose spiritual vision is strong to accompany me along the way. The potential for spiritual blindness, even for those who are seeking to be disciples of Jesus, is so high, it's immense, that you and I should be running to community. We should run to other believers for counsel and advice and input. Particularly those who are mature in the faith, particularly those who have strong spiritual vision, because they might help us to see those spiritual blind spots that we do not know about. They will help us to get a better sense of what is actually happening in our situation. And as Christians, more generally, we should be very open to seeing and hearing things from other people's points of view, whether they are friends, foe, or family. We'll always retain the perspective of Christ as the gold standard, especially Jesus' teaching to love God and love neighbor. Now, you may have noticed that an openness to hearing the other to dialoguing with people who have different points of view, maybe not always agree, but respectfully dialoguing, maybe you've noticed that's not always so present in our communities. It's not always so present in our politics. And sadly, it's often not so present in the witness of Christians. It should not be so. How is your spiritual vision? If it needs correcting, Update your prescription with God. If you think your spiritual vision is perfect, you're sitting going, well, it's 2020. Or maybe you're saying, well, it's not, it's not perfect. But my spiritual vision is good enough. You may want to pull out your Christian identification card from the wallet of your heart and make sure it doesn't read Pharisee. Amen.